Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be talking about why it's important to be aware of the talk track of the should-haves and why eliminating them is a really good way to bring a lot of gratitude and joy back into your daily routine. And of course, I'm going to bring in a couple stories from Ajahn Brahm's book, Who Ordered This Truckload of Dung, to really reiterate this point. So first of all, what really inspired me to talk about this is my own struggle with my own body. And of course, everyone has different struggles. And for me, pre-COVID, I looked a certain way. And then post-COVID, I look almost unrecognizable. And this is very difficult for me. And I think it's difficult. It was difficult for a lot of people because there are many changes in our lives that happened, many shifts that happened in due to circumstances and due to changes in the world that we could not control. And with before you know it, all the things that you believe should have happened, all the expectations that you believe should have been fulfilled become a talk track in your head. And every day when you see the present and you're unhappy with it, your mind essentially goes to that place where you think, I should have this. And you feel entitled to what you should have. And it goes back to the present and back to your dissatisfaction and so on and so forth. And I think the worst part about this loop that I've been experiencing, and I'm sure a lot of people experience based on different things in their lives, whether it be a person that they should have had in their lives, a scholarship, a job. The problem with the should-haves is that that track distracts us from feeling gratitude and feeling happy with what we have and really puts our intention and energy into what we believe we should have. And that is really, it's really dependent on this sense of control over our lives. And it's only when you believe to a certain level that you had control, you truly had control over that situation, that you feel that it is you're entitled to this resentment of why didn't I have what I believe was entitled to me? Why didn't I have what I believe or expected to happen? And I think part of the healing process is understanding that the truth is, we are not the ones controlling every aspect of our lives. We can always choose, though, to react differently and to react with wisdom rather than with envy to the past or anger or sadness. And so in kind of reflecting about my own body, which is what has been causing pain with the should soundtrack in my head, I realized that instead of focusing on what is it that I felt entitled to, 
I have to become aware of the fact that a lot of things could and may still happen that can lead to a great fluctuation in the state of my body at any time. And a lot of those things can be completely out of my control. And therefore, it's really in my best interest and that it's the most wisest thing to do to actually be grateful for the body that I do have and to be thankful for having it every day. And of course, this process is not something that you can fix in an instant. I believe I'm going to have to remind myself every day until that talk track of the shittives turns into something of the I'm grateful to have XYZ instead. So until the shittives turn into gratitude, I'm going to have to coach myself and move myself to a place of acceptance, to a place of joy, to a place of understanding that while so many things in my life may not be fully under my control, I can still feel gratitude and I can still feel happiness from what I do have and recognize the beauty in those things. So I'm going to read two stories from who ordered this truckload of dung that I feel really underscores how the shut-ups can be this really powerful negative hold on our minds if we're not aware of it and if we never challenge that soundtrack in our heads. So the first one is called Letting Go of Guilt Forever. And in this one, Ajahn Brahm talks about how he knew someone who, as a young boy, as a joke, he pushed out his friend off a pyre. And unfortunately, this friend drowned. And this man actually lived right next door to the parents who of the young child. And he lived with guilt for many years. But then, one morning... He told Ajahn Brahm that he realized that he didn't need to feel guilty anymore. And he walked out of his own prison into the warm air of freedom. What I like about this is that it very much focuses on and exposes how little control we have over life and the circumstances and the outcomes and the consequences that may follow. But we can always learn to look a little deeper and to expand our minds and how we see the situation so we can get the most out of it and grow as people rather than regressing into versions of ourselves that are not kind, that are not open, that are not accepting. So the second story is similar, but a little bit different. And this one is called What's Wrong With Being Sick? So... To begin, Ajahn Brahm talks about how more often than not, being sick is kind of villainized in society. And there's even a story where it's actually a reality. But in general, though, he says that we often point to the sick and we blame being sick on the people who are sick as if they are actually 
not trying hard enough not to be sick. And he cites a situation where he had a monk friend who was terribly sick, unfortunately. And all of his friends and his community tried over and over again to make him better. And he just kept getting sick. And then one day, the head monk of their temple came to that monk and said, you know what, my friend, you've been sick for a long time. I give you permission to die. It's okay. You don't have to hold on because of us. You're free to let go if that is what you truly need to do. And when this monk heard this, he wept because finally all of this pressure of having to be something that he had no control over, this ability to just let his body feel and be what it was going to be, whether it's sickness or health, all that pressure was gone. And of course, as is often in Ajahn Brahm's stories, once that pressure was gone from him and he realized that it's okay for him to die, he started to recover. Because it's so often the pressure that we put on ourselves and the negativity and kind of misconceptions that we develop around what we should have or what we should be that keep us from living our best life and from just being able to let go of the stress and embrace the joy and the happiness that does exist in our everyday lives. And in this case, to feel less sick, to feel less helpless and out of control on your own body and its state. So I hope really that this episode helps you become a little bit more aware of the talk track in your head of whether there is like a should have or should be that has been haunting you. You're able to confront that intelligently and wisely and just tell that voice with compassion that thank you so much for being here, but I believe I'm going to choose to be grateful for what I have rather than mourn what should have been because it is not my fault what happened happened the way it did despite my expectations and that I'm going to try to put my energy in the present and to live mindfully and see where it goes rather than trying to control the situation and fall back again into another loop of the should-haves. So that comes to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead of you. Until next time.